the squadron. They called him Bullets. But we call him Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly is on the air on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Yellow. Uh, all right. Who saw Who saw the town hall? Uh, I actually missed the whole thing. Uh, I'm going to go through it real quick because there's something much more important. I have uncovered a crime, a crime at the Department of Justice. This thing, they really expect nobody uh, to read it. They they just uh, no, and nobody does. Yeah, especially folks in the conservative media. <laughs> we let the we let the left dictate dictate the agenda. Uh, we bitch and moan about the agenda, but we never try to set the agenda ourselves. And this document right here, forget what they said for a moment, is a crime. Jack Smith, I believe, committed the crime. You can't take up the government's uh, time and money with this kind of stuff. What happened to Bob McDonald? That's real. That was a crime. He is trying to criminalize, and you can't do this, he's trying to criminalize politics, criminalize free speech. You know, you may not like Donald Trump's talk. You may not agree with Donald Trump's talk. Uh, whatever. He's allowed to talk. He is allowed to say stuff. He is allowed to complain. He is allowed to say stuff in 2012. He's allowed to tweet. There are things that they are charging him with. Now, evidence that they're going to submit that goes all the way back to tweets from 2012 that he dared say say something critical of Mitt Romney in 2012. You know, one thing about uh, Trump here in 2012, he's one of the, I think, few presidents in history Maybe the only one who in the election before Donald Trump was elected in 2016, in 2012, Donald Trump genuinely, wholeheartedly, I mean, maybe not enthusiastically. Who was enthusiastic about Mitt Romney, right? Well, we really, you know, but we wanted him to win. We needed somebody to beat Obama. Now, most of these freaking politicians, you know, they really don't care about the country. They're all... They're all scheming for themselves. Like Chris Christie, for instance. You think Chris Christie was rooting really for Mitt Romney in 2012? Of course not. He wanted, because if Mitt Romney had won in 2012, that means that Mitt Romney would have run for re-election in 2016. Right? And on and on and on. And he's a Republican, so he would have had to have waited until 2020. Remember, Chris Christie ran in 2016. Right? They're always looking out for themselves. And we have it. Trump was so frustrated about Romney. He wanted him to win. He was pushing him. He was complaining about the election. Was it going to be legitimate? He wanted a legitimate election. Meanwhile, most Republicans, uh, most uh, people who want to ultimately be president are actually playing a big game. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll check the boxes. They'll, they'll, they'll write the check. They'll do all that stuff to look on the surface like they really want the guy to win, but in their heart, they don't want him to win. Anyway. Uh, this Jack Smith thing is um, it's it's they're actually going to submit. It's a notice that they're going to submit more evidence outside the indictment, outside the actual time frame of the indictment for the January 6th stuff. Right. I think uh, it's like from November 4th to January 6th. They say he did illegal things between then. Well, Jack Smith, uh, the creative rule breaker that he is, lawbreaker, came up with a scheme where he's going to go all the way back to 2012. And in 2010, Donald Trump said this, and this is part of the criminal conspiracy. This is evidence that we should submit to the jury. They should know that he wasn't confident in uh, the Ohio election in 2012. They should know that after January 6th, in the summer of 2021, 
Donald Trump did not like some lawyer at the Republican National Committee and wrote a nasty tweet about him. This is the kind of stuff that they're actually saying. They're saying it out loud. They're saying it in writing. And I think, quite frankly, it is a serious thing for them. They could get in trouble with this. Ultimately, they will be in trouble. Ultimately, there isn't. Yeah, this is so political. There's political and then there's the law, right? Uh, (laughs) You're allowed to say stuff in politics. Jack Smith with his robe from The Hague looks very much like a globalist when he sits there. They actually think that politicians, those elected by the people, should somehow be sidelined and minimized and muted so that the experts can run all of us. That's not going to happen. That's not the way it should happen, of course. And that thing is a scandal right there, right there. And conservative media have dropped the ball, with some exceptions, of course. Uh, and the, 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 it's, what is it? It's like ecstasy, ecstasy for, for the MSNBC, CNN crowd and the New York Times. Look at this, a roadmap to the criminality of Donald Trump, the criminality of his mind. Wow. Donald Trump, he didn't listen to any of his advisors who told him he lost. That's a crime. His advisors were told, told him he lost. Well, I know some of the key key advisors who didn't tell him he lost because they didn't think he lost because they had substantial reason to say he didn't lose. And you know what? That's why one of the reasons why they got to demonize Rudy Giuliani, why they have to tell, you know, tar and feather these people. How could you listen to Rudy Giuliani? How could you listen to John Eastman? You should have listened to, um, who else is in the White House? <laughs> You should have listened to the guy with the glasses in the White House Counsel's Office. <laughs> you should have listened to Bill Barr. You should have listened to, you know, when you're president, you can listen all you want, but you don't have to. We elect a president. We don't elect advisors. And they they could, he could decide they're all wrong. And maybe they were all wrong. Except for Rudy. Um, I have to go back to 2016. Who remembers the... Who remembers the Access Hollywood tape, right? That was not a great moment. You know, when you're a star, they let you do anything, Billy. You can grab them by the, right? I mean, let's face it. That, that, would, that, that weekend did not feel good. It was a tough weekend. Donald Trump and that tape that they were holding for 11 years, whatever. And they said, Donald Trump is boasting about sexually assaulting women. And everybody thought the campaign was over. I mean... All of his advisors came to him and said, you have to drop out. Reince Priebus told him to drop out. Uh, Paul Ryan told him to drop out. I think Kellyanne Conway even told him to drop out. One after the next after the next said, the only way you're going to avoid a blowout is for you to step down and give the nomination to uh, Pence. And there's actually a way you could do that. So all of his advisors, just about. I think Chris Christie was one of them. Too. You're done. You're finished. That's it. It's over. He didn't listen to any of them, and thank God he didn't. Thank God. You know, that story was over, actually, by Tuesday. It was over by the following Tuesday. Remember, we had the debate because you'd be in jail, and everybody was done talking about that tape. And I want to say this about the tape, because the entire world misinterpreted that tape. Everybody misinterpreted it. He wasn't boasting about sexually assaulting women. It was the opposite, actually. He was boasting, you know, as guys used to do. They don't do it as much anymore. They don't do it around me. I mean, 
sometimes guys boast about their hookups. Sometimes. 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 He was boasting about consensual hookups. When you're a star, they let you do anything. You catch the key word? What's the key word? This is an, this is an exact quote. When you're a star, they let you do anything. Grab him by the... When you're a star, they let you do anything. Grab him by the... Now, what's the, what's the, what's the key word in there? Hmm? Let. L-E-T. Let. Allow. Consent. When you're a star, they let you do anything. And you know what? I'm reading the, the situations book. Mike Sorrentino. Believe it or not, he was a star in the Jersey Shore for a while. Remember that guy with the abs? Apparently, dozens and dozens and dozens of women let him do anything, night after night after night. Got a little bit of fame, a little bit of uh, attention, and uh, it's a different... You can Chris Rock has done routines about this, okay? I mean, you get to a certain status, certain celebrity status. Uh, you have a lot more options, uh, right? You have a lot more options. Let. Consent. Everybody in the world missed that. Except my wife. Oh, by the way. <laughs> she really did. I mean, I was like, I, I never thought of it that way. You're right. You're right. Damn it. He's talking about consent. All right. The uh, town hall last night. Let's go. Cut one. Except for day one. Except Look, one. He's going crazy. Hey, Except for day one. Meaning? You got to get the qu- Stop. 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 You got to recut this and get the question. All right. You got to. Re- Sorry about that. But you got you to gotta make sure we have the question in there. The question is. You're not a dictator, are you? You're not an authoritarian, are you? Because everyone's calling you an authoritarian. That's what Hannity said. All right, the, the question's a key part. So now it makes a little bit more sense. Now let's try to hear cut one again without the question, but you know what the question is. Cut one. Except for day one. Except for He's going crazy. Except for day one. Meaning? I want to close the border and I want to drill. That's drill, not a that's, drill. That's not, oh, no. that's not retribution. I got I'm going to be, I'm going to be, you know, he keeps... We love this guy. He says, you're not going to be a dictator, are you? I said, no, 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 other than day one. We're closing the border, and we're drilling, drilling, drilling. After that, I'm not a dictator. And people are still horrified. Oh, my gosh, he's a dictator. He's a dictator. He's a dictator. He wants to be a dictator on day one. Even for one day, that's a dictator, a dictator. What he's talking about is signing executive orders. You sit down there, and you sign a, a, a hundred, two hundred, five hundred, nine hundred, a thousand executive orders. Undoing all this Biden crap and reinstituting the law, reinstituting Trump policy. You're allowed to do that. Biden did that, actually. He gets there and he, what does he do? Did he go to Congress and ask him vote on stuff? No, he sat down there like, and it, people criticize it. This executive order stuff, but it's legal. It's, it's there. It, it's under the law. You can do it. Executive orders. That's not dick. That's not dictatorship. And they're lying, lying, lying continually. They can't stop. They are addicted to it, addicted to And you know what? They're so bad. They have gotten so bad. They think they can get away with this, these kinds of lies. People are smart. And they're creating a record of this stuff. And sooner or later, there will be accountability. By that, I mean history, maybe the history books. Um, maybe it's the law, maybe it's, uh, the collapse of traditional network news or CNN or MSNBC because they are, they're, they're lying. I mean, like crazy. 
and it's verifiable. And it's kind of fun to do, too. All right. Back to the town hall. Cut one, please. Cut one. Except for day one. No, no, no. Stop that. I'm sorry. Cut two, please. Cut two. My question is, do you think in 11 months he will be their candidate? I personally don't think he makes it. Okay? I haven't said that. I'm saving it for this big town hall. I've never really... I personally don't think he makes it. I think he's in bad shape physically. Do you remember when he said, I'd like to take him behind the barn? If he took me behind the barn and I went like this, I believe he'd fall over. I believe he'd fall over. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But, but it was okay. And by the way, it was okay for him to say that. He said, I'd like to take him behind the He could say that and everyone thought it was so cute. If I ever said it, they'd say, He's a dictator. He's a horrible human being. You know, it's a whole double standard we have, and not only in the law, but just about everything else, as you know very well. Um, I personally don't think he makes it physically. I watched him at the beach. He wasn't able to lift a beach chair, which is meant for children to lift. You can lift him like that. Uh, And mentally, I would say he's possibly equally as bad and maybe worse, but... I don't know. I will say this. He's got vicious people surrounding him around that beautiful Oval Office. There are people in that Oval Office that are evil people, bad people, smart people, young, vicious. They're communists. He's right about that, huh? Listen to the crowd, an enthusiastic, sizable crowd um, enjoying it and agreeing with it. Because it's logical. Did you hear my MAGA thing last night? Uh, or my MAGA, my MAGA video project? I'm so proud of it. What does MAGA mean to you? Think about it. Think about it. Come up with a list. I'll be right back. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams. And come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Greg Kelly Kelly. on the Red Apple Podcast Network. I have to set this up a little bit more. Uh, I've got this whole uh, beautiful thing here. About Jack Smith and his corruption, his outright corruption. I also have the Dick Cheney, I'm sorry, the Liz Cheney book, Oath and Honor. What a terrible person. What a terrible, terrible person. Spoiled brat. He can't. He can't be president. Uh, Mike Johnson, he can't. He won't be speaker. We can't have a Republican majority in the House of Representatives. This is all stuff that Liz Cheney has just declared in a very, I would say, authoritarian manner. There's something very authoritarian about it. And we're with Liz Cheney, little Liz Cheney, as I hold her $32.50 memoir uh, in my hot little hands. Uh, where would she get that idea that she could dictate and tell people, you know, what the hell the deal is? Hmm? Where would she get that uh, notion? Well, she got it her entire life. In the, pit, in the book, there is uh, numerous pictures of her going back to when she was a, uh, a baby. And her dad is the chief of staff to uh, Gerald Ford. And here she is on the lap of Gerald Ford, the president of the United States. Did you get to sit on anybody's president's lap? Here she is meeting Ronald Reagan. It looks like she's in eighth grade. 
Here she is in the inner sanctum. Now, she's not a congressperson at this point. She's just the daughter of an important person. Uh, she is uh, standing there with her hand on the furniture, kind of like she runs the place. And it's election night in the governor's mansion of uh, of George W. Bush. They're waiting for the results. Let's see here. Just uh important person going to important places all the time. This is her life. Here's that weirdo job she had at the World Bank. What was she doing there? Uh, the many, many millions of dollars she got over the years. So she, she has it in her head. Yeah, it's true. She's worth something like $25 million. Her father is worth at least $100 million. She has it in her head that it's up to her, that she runs this country. He can't be. Of course, she's throwing the January 6th people in here. All of those, uh, I'm sorry, there are really some disgusting liars. Cassidy Hutchinson, an outright criminal in my opinion. Uh, Judge Ludig, a maniac. Caroline Edwards, uh, and the rest. Wait, wait, Caroline Edwards. Anyway, these, oh, here's that White House counsel I was trying to think of. His name is, where the hell is his name? Gabriel Sturton, no, no, Caroline Edwards, uh, who the hell knows? He's the uh, doofus nobody likes who uh, worked at the White House counsel's office as a deputy, and somehow President Trump was supposed to forget that tens of millions of people voted for him, and he's got to listen to some guy down the hall who has an opinion. The Constitution doesn't say anything, anything about that. Um, all right. Uh, there are no names written on the chart, so let's just go to line one and see who's there, because i got to set this up. I need a moment. I'm going to get my paperwork together. Line one, speak. That's you, whoever. I know. you don't. I don't know who I'm talking to. What's your name? Never mind, then. Line four, whoever you are, speak. Is Adam from Hempstead? Well, how about that? You're being honest about your roots. I appreciate no, I, I told it. That, you know, right. You came up with that I, big you, lie. I never got on this quick. You were like, you were like trying. You were, you were like, yeah. Well, it's discrimination, right? It was discrimination while I was keeping you off because you're black. That's what you were getting at before. Look, there's the music. I'm not hanging up. I'm putting on, putting you on hold. But when I come back, I gotta show you first how Jack Smith is a criminal. Traffic jams, tailgating. Pile-ups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Greg Kelly Kelly. on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Okie dokie, okie dokie. It's a big, big uh, thing that nobody else wants to do, but I have to do it. And sometimes it's not about, uh, you know, all jokey or whatever. This has to be part of the record. Uh, And it's tedious and nobody wants to do it. And they're, they're just content with allowing the fake news to try to drive everybody either hysterical or numb into a state where they think Donald Trump is the worst person in the universe and must be guilty of something. After all, the government, the government says so. The government says so. Well, the government says a lot of things. And uh, what the government is saying here is downright illegal for the government 
to be saying for the government to actually be using government resources to um, uh, try someone, to investigate someone. This is the kind of thing that an ethical supervisor tells his unethical subordinate in the government to get lost. You don't do this anymore. What are you thinking? Do you want us to be embarrassed again like we were 8-0 to zero in the Supreme Court when we brought poor Governor McDonnell in? Governor McDonnell, remember that? That was another um, Jack Smith. Jack Smith being the federal prosecutor who was investigating Trump, who has indicted Trump twice, and also oversaw the unit that indicted Bob McDonnell. I went through the Bob McDonnell thing today. I know. Shorthand is this. The shorthand, nobody does anything more than the shorthand is that uh, he he was overzealous and uh, it was ruled eight to zero. But why was it ruled eight to zero? Why was it ruled eight to zero? It's because uh, Bob McDonnell was arrested, indicted, tried, and convicted for being a politician, for doing things that politicians have done, do, and will do, and quite frankly should do, are allowed to do. Jack Smith tried to illegalize the political process. Um, the political process in America may not be perfect. In fact, you could even say it's the worst system in the world. But as Winston Churchill liked to observe, except for all the others. <laughs> it's the worst system in the world, except for all the others, right? It's not perfect, but it's America, and it actually is great. So, Jack Smith, uh, or uh, let's say Bob McDonald. I've actually done this. I've actually tried to do this myself. I've tried to get an appointment with a public official. I might have bought a public official a cup of coffee. I said, sir, I really want something from you. I really want you to uh, put the stop sign on my corner because cars are going crazy right through it. And, oh, by the way, I contributed to your campaign. Okay, and uh, oh, by the way, um, how are you anyway? You know, I really like you. You want to come over to my house this weekend? Yeah, come on over. I'll yeah, come on. What the hell? Come on. You want to watch? You want a free dinner? Yeah, come on. I'll, I'm going to buy you this stuff. What the hell? You're only making whatever. I can help you. And then the governor decides, all right, this guy has been really nice to me. You know, he contributes to my campaign. Um, he gave me a nice gift. Um, I got to do something for him. All right, here's what I'm going to do. The politician says, I'm going to call the Department of Transportation and get you a meeting. All right? To get you off my back. So he calls the Department of Transportation and says, hey, can you meet with this guy about the stop sign? Does he? Should there be a stop sign or should there not be a stop sign? You guys look into it. I don't care. Just go ahead and look into it. He needs a meeting. I want to, I want you to meet with this guy and figure it out. And they met with the guy, and they said, you know what? Uh, actually, we don't want a stop sign there. <laughs> the, the the state should not have a stop. Okay, fine, whatever. You met with the guy. That's what Bob McDonald did, and that's called politics. And you know who's doing that right now? Kathy Hochul, uh, uh, Gillibrand, Schumer, the rest. This is what they do. This is what politics is. And you could say, well, you shouldn't be able to buy access. Well, you shouldn't, but basically you can. Why do you think? How do you think they get that money to run all these campaigns? How do they get it? 
people just giving it out of the goodness of their heart. I mean, small donors, yeah, goodness of their heart, totally, small donors. And I don't mind, I don't begrudge anybody who's rich and has serious interests, wants to build a building or wants to, I don't know, get a fat, get, get some product approved, whatever. You give tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. You go to the PAC, the Political Action Committee. All of this stuff has been litigated and it is legal. Jack Smith tried to say our entire political process is illegal. And Bob McDonald was convicted. He was ultimately found not, uh, that, that was kicked out. They, eight to zero. Liberal justices, conservative justices, says this Jack Smith is crazy. I'm not going to go into that thing right now, the decision, because that is labor intensive, a Supreme Court ruling. But they do say it's devastating language that the prosecutors, uh, the government, they say the word the government, the government's interpretation of this statute is overly broad, excessively so. If we go by the government's interpretation, it will essentially render all political conduct to be illegal. Any political office holder will be afraid to take action. So that's what Jack Smith does, trying to illegalize stuff that is totally legal. And that's what this January 6th stuff is. It's totally, totally legal. Everything that Donald Trump did, you're allowed to do in a democracy. What about the threats? What about the threats against... uh? What about the threats? If I say something strongly and somebody wants to go threaten somebody, they shouldn't. But if they do, there are nut jobs all over the place. They they put in evidence before uh, the indictment and after the indictment. So there's even more stuff that he's got to deal with. Let's go through this. As early as November of 2012, the defendant issued a public tweet, Trump, making baseless claims that voting machines had switched votes from then-candidate Romney to then-candidate Obama. So, so what? How does Jack Smith know that that machine worked? We are not allowed to question machines under any circumstances. 10, 11 years ago, he's not allowed to question a machine. You see how ludicrous this is? During the 2016 presidential campaign, the defendant claimed repeatedly with no basis that there was widespread voter fraud, including through public statements and tweets. You can't say that? This is constitutionally protected free speech. What's his name is not a public, uh, he, he's not an election official. And if, and even if he were, he can go ahead and issue his own tweets. Elections aren't perfect. Where do they become sacred? Where do, where, where, when do we have to worship these things? You're allowed to say all this stuff, folks. You're just allowed to. And the, the defendant re- repeatedly refused to commit to a peaceful transition of power if he lost the election. Now, this is an interesting one. Because um, the question is this, Donald Trump, and I know it's a little bit tedious, but the question is this, Donald Trump is asked by a reporter for Playboy magazine, win, lose, or draw, will you commit to a peaceful transfer of power, win, lose, or draw? Will you concede the election, win, lose, or draw? Well, if he wins the election, there will be no transfer of power. Right. Why would he why? Why should he sign up for that if he wins the election? Win, lose or draw. What if he ties the election? And what did what did Trump say? And this is part of the indictment. He says, we're going to have to see. We're going to have to see. I got to see what that election looks like. You're allowed to. You're allowed to. You, You can't call that criminal behavior. Yeah, but it inspired his followers to 
To what exactly? To what? To show up at a speech? To show up at the Capitol? What did they do that was so bad? What what did they do that was so bad? I want to know what the Horns guy did that was so bad. Jacob Chansley. I've seen the video. I have not seen him break into the Capitol. Not seen that. I have not seen him hurt anybody. I've not seen him break anything. I did see Capitol Hill police officers escorting him all over the place, thanks to Tucker Carlson. He aired that footage, and so did I. He got it first, but I went bananas with it. Hey, get this. Uh, McCarthy is retiring. Kevin McCarthy is retiring from the House of Representatives. If he can't be speaker, he wants to go home. Actually, he's not going to go home. He's going to stay in the swamp and cash in. Who wants to bet? Who wants to bet he stays and makes $10 million a year? Easy. Easy. $10 million. He's not going home. He's not going back to, where is he from again? Bakersfield, California? Mm Mm-mm. He's staying in. I mean, he'll always have a house there for appearances purposes. Isn't there something kind of, um, I don't know, he was he was voted for a two-year term just in this past November. Two years. And he's quitting because he can't be the speaker? Eh, whatever. It's up to him. In the presidential debate on t- October 19, 2016, the defendant was asked whether he would accept the results of the of that election, to which he responded, I will look at it at the time. The debate moderator followed up. Uh, <laughs> so there's a there's a legal and illegal way to answer Chris Wallace's questions at these debates. It's insane. The defendant responded, what I'm saying is that I will tell you at the time I'm going to keep you in suspense. OK, the defendant's consistent refusal to commit to a peaceful transition of power dating back to 2016 presidential campaign is admissible evidence. No, it's not, actually. It's what is it evidence of? It's evidence of what he said at the time, of what he was thinking. You're allowed to think. You're allowed to speak, at least for the time being. At least for the time being. On November 4th, 2020, the campaign employee exchanged a series of text messages with an attorney supporting the campaign's election day operations. The campaign employee encouraged rioting and other methods of obstruction when he learned that the vote count was trending in favor of the defendant's opponent. You know where this happened? You know where the campaign employee was working? Was he working in the Oval Office next to Trump? No. Was he working in the West Wing? No. Was he working in Washington, D.C.? No. Was he working at Mar-a-Lago? No. New York, Trump Tower? No. Campaign employee, number one, was working. Uh, actually, there's no number. It just says campaign employee. Was was working in Detroit. Some guy working at the vote center in Detroit texted somebody that they are not telling us who it is. If you, how do you fight against this stuff? The government will also show around the time of those messages, uh, a, a, an election official observed that as Biden began to take the lead, a large number of untrained individuals flooded the TCF center and began making illegitimate and aggressive challenges to the vote count. What is what does he mean by aggressive? What, what what does he mean by aggressive? Can I see this video? What's the TCF Center? It's some building in in Detroit. Have you heard about this part before? I have not actually. The evidence is admissible to demonstrate that the defendant, his co-conspirators, and agents had knowledge that the defendant had lost the election. Here's the thing: they're saying that that happened on November fourth. Uh November fourth. What day of the week was November fourth? Was that a Tuesday or a was that a Tuesday? 
or a Wednesday, November 4th, 2020. It's either a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Can you find that out for me? Because it it doesn't really matter. I'll, it's interesting, but Joe Biden didn't, quote unquote, win the election until um, Saturday. Saturday. Nobody had won anything on Tuesday. Nobody had won anything on Wednesday. They were still counting votes. Things were still up in the air. What was it? What day? It was a Wednesday, wasn't it? Wednesday. Yep. I knew it. I knew it. It was a Wednesday. And this guy says, Jack Smith says the election was over. They knew they had lost on Wednesday. Well, why didn't Joe Biden declare victory on Thursday or Friday? You can look it up. Do me a favor. Look it up now. When did Joe Biden uh, declare victory? When was that election considered over? And it wasn't over, of course. But uh, just because they said it was over doesn't mean it's over. When was that? November, let me see, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th. It's either the 6th or the 7th. 7th. The 7th, which was a Saturday. Man, I got to tell you, my memory is uh, pretty damn good. Um, I know it's tedious, but everybody else should be going like bananas through this. He also, They also said the government will introduce evidence to further establish the defendant's knowledge that his public attacks on officials, like those on his vice president, Mike Pence, could foreseeably lead to threats, harassment, and violence. Well, I actually looked it up again. I went to that notorious speech on January 6th at the Ellipse, right? You know what he says? I hope Mike Pence does the right thing. I hope he does the right thing. Uh, Is that a problem? And then if he were to say, as he did later in a tweet, Mike Pence did not do the right thing. He did not have the courage. That is somehow politically too hot to handle. It's wrong. It's, uh, hmm. I think this is so rich. I think, what's his name, Jack Smith is indicting himself along with everybody else at that fake DOJ, Department of Justice. Find the word Department of Justice in the Constitution. I don't think it is. We have to have a judiciary, of course, Department of Justice, career employees who think they're in charge, that this is not a democracy, that 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 our elected leaders can't have a cup of coffee with us if we ask them to do a favor. Dangerous, dangerous stuff. Not Trump. He is literally, I mean, I don't want to say savior of the country. We've got to find another word for savior, right? Savior. He's not divine. I'm not saying that. But he can save America. And we got to help him. we got to help him. Oh, the Hillary angle to this is fascinating. I'll have that when I come back. Greg Kelly, Greg Kelly. on the Red Apple Podcast Network. All right. Enough about Jack Smith for the time being. I mean, at least from me. Tony, you're in... Uh... You're in New Jersey. Hi. Hi, Greg. So, so many interesting things about Jack Smith. So, I'm sorry. I'll just give you one more if you didn't know about him. He pardoned someone named Alan Mallohan. Now, wait a second. Now, wait a second. Let's get this straight, though. Jack Smith can't pardon anybody. Uh, so what do you mean? What do they do? The pardon is a is simply, you know, you got to be in the executive branch to pardon people. So, I don't think you're right about that. Sorry. Let me clarify. So he returned from The Hague to the Department of Justice in 2010, and he recommended the pardon of Alan Mallohan, who was was investigated by the Department of Justice. 
So they were the ones who dropped the investigation. Now, the he recommended wait. All right. So the he recommended that the investigation uh, recommended the investigation be dropped, not recommended a pardon. Right. He recommended the investigation be dropped and then the Department of Justice um, and Nancy Pelosi. All right. Well, who the hell is this guy? Alan Mollahan. I mean, what do I care? I mean, what what was his deal? Well, he was a person much like um, our president who whose income, whose reported income went from low to very high. And his financial dealings were under investigation by the Department of Justice. He went from like a half a million to like 12 million in a year. All right. I mean, look, I've never I've never heard of the case before. I never have heard of it. You know, not every case, not every person they investigate, uh, you know, they, they bring a case. They don't do that every single time. What's what I mean? So what's special about him? Why? Why? why I mean, why him? I mean, we don't know him. I don't know him. You don't know him. I mean, what? what, what where is the malfeasance here? The malfeasance is that it's unequal justice to me. You know, um, Jackson's history of litigation isn't good. His cases. I know that, but that we got other, you know, we got bigger fish to fry. We got Governor McDonald and what he went through. I just don't know who Alan Mollahan is. He went, he went from, he went from poor to rich. How did he go from poor to rich? Um, his underreported income and that's what was being investigated. All right. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you got to give me, I mean, what? Let me finish. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of reasons to not like Jack Smith. I just can't handle another one. Alan Mollahan. I just don't know if I can go there. (laughs) He was in the U.S. House of Representatives in West Virginia. So I, you know, I saw the connection. I saw he was a Democrat and it really struck me. A Democrat in West Virginia? I guess they do have a couple of them there. All right. Uh, You know what they do, by the way? Every now and then they go after a Democrat to make it look like they're bipartisan. Listen, I I can't pursue the Alan Mollahan thing any. I, I just can't. I mean, there are other thing. I'm trying to make heads or t- you know what? I, I there's just so much else to do. That case, I can't relitigate that. Neither can you, Tony. We got other things we got to do. You know what? Nobody is talking about this crime. He's going after Trump. I got to focus on Trump. <laughs> He's still a crook, you know. Alan Mollahan, call the cops. <laughs> All right, thank you, Tony. We love you. Uh, let's do one more. Uh, Carl in Staten Island. Hey, Greg, how you doing? Love the show. Listen, I just came from Home Depot in Staten Island. I saw something I never saw before in my life. I pull into the parking lot, and there's actually dozens of look immigrants uh, in the parking lot wearing backpacks, carrying their, their like their worldly possessions. And I walk close to them, and it seems like they're they're I think from Africa. They're speaking a language I've never heard of before, but. They're like, these are like desperate people. They're begging people to help them carry stuff to their cars. One of the guys is sitting on the floor washing his feet with a water bottle. I mean, this is All right, calm down, everybody. Calm down. All right, you saw a bunch of people in a parking lot. You're panicking. Look, I know the migrants, illegal migrants. I don't like them. I don't want them here. They got to come here legally. Take a picture. Would you take a picture and put it on social media so I can assess what you're dealing with? Carl, is that fair? Okay. I, Some oh, guy yes, washing his yes, feet. I don't want, I'm not going to panic yet. I know Staten Island's under siege, but I need more info.